These are my confessions. The Iced Coffee Confessions with Suzette. Mm. Good morning, loves. Welcome to the second episode of the Iced Coffee Confessions with me, your host, Suzette. So y'all are going to have to let me sit in my space of gratitude for at least the first four to five episodes of this podcast. I know that there is someone out there that's like, how many episodes is she going to start with? I am so deeply and immensely thankful for y'all. You know what? I wake up every single morning and say, thank you, Lord. And so maybe we need to add gratitude as my attitude to the format because y'all, I am so very thankful for this creative space. I'm so very thankful for every single person that listens to this podcast. I'm so thankful for the feedback I've gotten. And so, you know what? One thank you would not be enough to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you one more time. (laughs) I'm also laughing because I've had some gentlemen say to me, yo, Zet, like I didn't realize that I too was going to be able to connect with the iced coffee confessions. And I'm just like, yo, like at what point in time did we ever say that the iced coffee confessions was only for women, right? (laughs) We never said that. This is about life after 35. And these topics you'll find will be relevant to anybody trying to navigate and negotiate life heading toward the great milestone of 40 plus. And also, you know, the thing to know is I don't claim to be all women. I don't claim to represent the perspective or experiences of all women. I can only claim my own experience and my own humble opinion. Now, gentlemen, if for some reason you do learn something about women that you're able to apply in your relationship or something you're trying to grow or sometime in the future, congratulations, my bill is in the mail. (laughs) All right, so on to this week's Freshly Brewed topic. I didn't know if I wanted to call this episode 21918 or if I wanted to call it egg freezing for dummies. Now, I know, gentlemen, some of you are like, you just said that this applies to everybody, but honestly, egg freezing impacts (laughs) all of us. So while you might not be able to freeze your own eggs because you don't have eggs, sir, you know, there might be a woman in your life, someone that you care about that has thought about this you may at some point have to go through it with a significant other or partner. So again, stay with us here. (laughs) It's just for everybody. And you know, what's crazy is egg freezing is absolutely everywhere. And I don't know if it's more pronounced for me because I just went through the egg freezing process, but I do know that every time I look up, someone's talking about it or I have a friend sending me a text message about, you know, the episode of a sitcom that they saw where someone was trying to figure out how to get eggs paid, their egg freezing paid for by an employer they don't work at. Or, you know, someone recently also told me that on the episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians that Kourtney Kardashian was thinking about it. And so I think it's that time of life where family planning just becomes a little bit more paramount, right? And the reality is with age comes a variance of complications associated with fertility. And, you know, even if you have started family planning and are thinking about, you know, having additional kids, that this might apply to you. But I think my thoughts about motherhood 
go way further back than me even making the decision to get my eggs frozen, which we will absolutely get to. But motherhood is something that I've always wanted to be a part of my journey. I think that's in part due to the fact that I have an amazing mummy. Like I love my mummy so much. And the love and the care and the nurturing that my mother has provided to me has always just made me have like a deep reverence for the love between a mother and their child. And I also have been blessed to be raised by phenomenal circle of women who are also mother figures to me. And so just have like a deep appreciation for that bond. I've always loved children. So I love, of course, you all know my niece and, you know, my God kids and my friends kids. And, you know, I used to love babysitting as a child and just think, you know, kids are adorable. And while I don't have like a fairy tale mentality about that, because I know kids are work, it's just always like, I want motherhood to be a part of my journey, right? And not that I see motherhood as like this pinnacle or like this peak of like womanhood, but more so something that I wanted to be incorporated in my life, right? I've known for much of my life that I want to be a mother. And if I can be even more honest with y'all, and this is, <laughs> this is probably crazy, but I also have a little bit of um monarch-like envy in me. And so I've been like, I want to carry on my bloodline. <laughs> no, so Game of Thrones. But until 2012, I was the only like heir from my father. So I was my father's only child and there was no boy. And so my little brother was born and he is too young to be thinking about kids. He is like literally like a kid. But I just felt like this like really like strong, the need and desire to be the one to carry on the bloodline. So bloodline will carry on with me and we will continue the Robotham line on. That's really, (laughs) I know I'm so corny, but that's really like shaped and framed my ideas and my just orientation toward motherhood, a desire to procreate and to raise and to love and to nurture and to carry on my family's bloodline. I just haven't always really known how I was going to get to kind of motherhood, (laughs) right? So my mother, you know, I was raised Catholic. My mother is Catholic. And so she's also kind of put the paradigm into my mind that the journey to motherhood includes or should include meeting your significant other falling in love, getting married, and having kids, right? And so like in my mind, there's always been this kind of ideal, if you will, around finding the one (laughs) and knowing like that one would be the person that I would build my family with. And so I've just always kind of like thought that my equation for motherhood would be what my mother set out for me, right? Like I would get married and then I would have kids, right? Like a good little Catholic girl would do. And as I've gotten older, my Aunt B was like, so Suzette, come here. Let me talk to you, love. I know that you are waiting on this quote unquote one, but if you don't figure out, (laughs) you know, like, what your journey to motherhood will look like and what your path to motherhood will look like quickly, understanding that like there's no perfect path. And so, you know, waiting on this idyllic one may mean that you miss out on motherhood because he may never come. I love my Aunt B. She's always going to give it to me real. That's always kind of sat like in the back of my head. Like I don't want to miss out on an opportunity to raise children, to have children, any of that, because I'm waiting on like, this elusive one, right? And so, you know, in my late 20s, you know, I could be like, yeah, the one, the one's coming. You know what I'm saying? Like Santa is coming. The one is coming. 
in your early 30s, you're kind of like, you know what? He's not here yet, but there's still enough time for him to come. And as I tiptoe toward 40, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> Girl, these eggs are gonna turn to powder waiting for the one. You gotta figure this out. And so my aunt's like kind of words of wisdom about if motherhood is a priority to me, figuring out like what are some of the things I'll concede in order to do it. This has always been with me. And so the one is not here. I still am. And so egg freezing felt like the right option to me to go about figuring out the potential for having kids. Because again, there's not a 100% guarantee that the eggs that you've frozen will react or respond to sperm in a way that will lead to the creation of an embryo, which is, you know, a little bit like, oh, wow, well, I go through the process. But I do know that I want to give myself the best chance of being a mother. And so egg freezing, especially at this point in time, made the most sense for me. It's also important to know that my mother has also come around to this non-traditional. I don't want to say that if you don't, if you have kids unmarried, that that's not traditional, right? But like when you think about Catholic values, my mother has come around to the idea, the notion that (laughs) her daughter may not be married uh, when she has kids. And even at this point, my mother is, you know, I love her in my mind. She'll live forever. She's heading into her mid 60s. She's looking at me like, hey, yeah, you know, I love you, but I am my only friend without Grand Pickney. And I'm like, okay, mommy, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, she's looking at me like, where are my grandkids, chick? Like, I don't even care about the the marriage anymore. Give me my grandkids. And quietly, she won't admit this, but I think my mother hasn't retired yet because in her mind, she would have retired and helped raise her grandkids, which was the agreement we made. And she's looking around like, I would may retire for, like, <laughs> grandbabies. My mother deserves grandkids, y'all. So, you know, I also want to make sure that, one, I am optimizing the opportunity and chance that I will be able to reproduce, but to ensure that Alderine will actually have an opportunity to have some grandchildren to help raise and love on. And, you know, I won't say that deciding to freeze my eggs was a hard decision to make. Honestly, from a really pragmatic place, it was a practical decision to make, especially given the fact that I work in a space where I have excellent, outstanding benefits, uh, specifically fertility benefits, where in some instances, had I done it two years ago when I first came to tech, I would have gotten it done for like completely free for the low, low, low price of free 99. I could freeze my eggs um, for up to three cycles, which is amazing and a blessing. But I hesitated, right? And you know, while other people come to tech and they're very quickly like, oh, like we got this egg freezing benefit. Let me do this now. I think there's a part of me that was one, not prioritizing it because I still had this like notion of, you know, perhaps I can get pregnant, you know, without the aid of science and we'll meet the one and we'll have this kid. Two years later, I'm like, okay, (laughs) you haven't met the one and you need to freeze these eggs because again, as you age, egg quality, egg availability, like just a number of hosts of factors impact your ability in some cases, even produce egg. And so I just really, really, really decided kind of on a whim that it was finally time. I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, yo, my girl just did this. Like you got the benefit. Why haven't you done it? And I was like, yeah, why haven't I done it yet? <laughs> I'll be honest. Like a lot of what I know to be true about egg freezing has not come from any deep research. So of course, like when I first came to tech and even leading up to the process, I did have some conversations with our fertility benefit specialists about what the process would look like, how long it'd take, all the other great stuff. 
But a lot of my understanding of egg freezing honestly came from an episode of Being Mary Jane, where Mary Jane, (laughs) I know that's awful, but where Mary Jane was trying to freeze her eggs on the show. And then, you know, she was drinking alcohol and all these other things and factors played into her being unable to harvest anything. And so I feel bad saying that, but a lot of what she did, I did not do. I was like, okay, I'm not going to be like Mary Jane through this process. (laughs) But I can't say I did like tons of research. And what I will say is the egg freezing process is probably the most humbling process I've ever been through in my whole entire life. I felt like I was very much my very own science project. (laughs) Like I have so much more respect for the majesty and the power and the beauty of the female reproductive system after this process. Let me tell you something, like you think you know But you have no idea until (laughs) you are waking up from having your eggs harvest what that entire process is going to play out as. But the thing I will say is I do want to acknowledge that having benefits for egg freezing is absolutely a privilege and a blessing because even though, right, like to some extent it's like free 99 are relatively like financially attainable because of the cost is now with having benefits. But the medicines alone are so freaking expensive. So with insurance, y'all, my co-pays for the hormones were still $1,000 for everything. And, you know, I, um, I was on the phone with uh, one of the specialty pharmacists where I got my prescriptions mailed from. And they told me, oh, like your doctor increased your dosage of Miniper. So like your total for this shipment went from 428 to 5, like 86. And I was like, girl, what? And the sister that was on the other end of the phone was like, well, honey, let me give you this perspective. The dosage that you got, which is not a full dosage, because I'd already started kind of that set of medicines, is $3,000 for just the one medicine. And I got all of my medicines for $1,000. And so, again, having the benefits (laughs) for a procedure that is expensive as heck was an amazing, an amazing blessing. So y'all, that is part one (laughs) of the My Mama Deserves Grandbabies conversation. We'll talk more on the next episode of the Iced Coffee Confessions about what the process itself looked like and felt like and what my outcome was. And you know, the little bit of tea that I want to give myself in this episode is this. Honey, don't wait for the one because the one might never come prioritize the things that are most important to you and go after them because you never want to look up and said woulda, coulda, shoulda, but didn't. Have a good day, y'all. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Iced Coffee Confessions. We'd love to stay in touch with you. You can find us on social media via Facebook at Iced Coffee Confessions or on Instagram at The Real Iced Coffee Confessions. See you soon.